0: Episode number 144 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So Tom, you're sporting an alcohol fry Erdinger top there, or you were, you've taken it off, it must be a bit hot where you are, you're, you're outside just now, it looks like uh, you're in, uh, where are you, in Oregon are you, tonight?
1: Tonight's backdrop, Kyle, is, is Hayward Field, but it's Hayward Field as it was five years ago when I was, six years ago, sorry, when I was there for the pre-classic, in what was quite an old-school stadium. And now, this, I'm, not, I'm using this this weekend, uh, having watched the, the Athletics in Tractown USA and Oregon on the weekend, at a brand-new Hayward Field, which has been rebuilt for the, I think they're holding the host in the world next year. Anyway, Laura well Muir, chance, Gemma Ritchie, and,
0: and Guy Lumworth were all in action, which was cool. And English McColgan, well, of course. Well, well, we'll certainly talk about that tonight. Uh, we've got a stacked show, folks. Not one. Not one guest, not two guests, but you've got a bumper three guests, folks. I know. Eh? This is a uh, TRS is, uh, is going all out for the listeners here. It's, uh, it's a bumper show tonight, and it's not even our birthday party. We still haven't figured out what we're doing for that, but uh, don't you worry, watch us space, folks. So, um, so yeah, so uh, in 20 minutes, we're going to line up uh, our man, Kenny Wilson, Kip Kenny, one of the, the fans <laughs> of our show, closely followed by uh, Rico. Uh, after both their amazing stellar performances at the che- the Wrexham Marathon, which is now the Cheshire Marathon, uh, which which was you know a phenomenal a phenomenal event to watch, you know certainly and, t- and it was hotly anticipated to to post some fantastic quick times and boy oh boy the, that triangle that that's a triangle I love right oh, there. Beautiful
1: and before we I mean the guys will come on and just. Unbelievable type, really great performances. So pleased from both of such the two lads who train really well. We'll tee that up in a minute. But what we can we're also going to get Grant McDonald on who's uh joining us after uh some track 100 antics
0: yeah. at Centurion yeah. on the weekend, which uh it, again in itself had as many events that took place in that which uh you know you certainly be on tent hooks to you know hear from the horse's mouth what went what went on uh during that during that race. So Lots, Induce. lots of action, Tommy. But first of all, you look like you're about to say something. I'll let you.
1: No, well, I was going to say let's go on to Cheshire first. But if you, <laughs> apparently, you've got something else you want to talk about.
0: Well, I think you know it's not just about other people on this show. People want to find out what's what, what, what the what the update is, and Tommy in Paris. So you know, let's let's hear it. What's what's been happening in the world of to Tommy and and his uh you know his his friends in Paris and his running antics in Paris. Tommy and Paris, it's
1: been quite a quiet week. I mean, I had a good week of training last week. I, I mean I've got I said I, think I said this last week. I've got a, my training diary now, which is a handwritten diary. And every week I, at the end of the week I reflect on what went well, what I need to do better next week, and what my goal is for next week. And I've well, hold, on,
0: the, hold on. So you've got, you know, we talk we talked about a podcast being a diary. You've now got a written diary. You've now got a diary on Strava. Like, how many diaries do you need?
1: Well, I think I think it's a healthy I think it's a healthy thing to, to reflect on, on, on things. And I really like, I'm really enjoying this. look. You know, I've been, I do when I'm in a block, a proper block. So I started it like a month or two back and I'm really, cause I'm really feeling I want to run well at London Marathon. So I'm, I'm looking at, I've got this diary and I'm writing it. It's like a running diary that, you know, I've got Like 80s style. 80s oh, yeah. style. Back yeah. in the days of um, Absolutely. The 80s. But this one's like one of these, anyway, there's a, the right-hand page is your training. The left-hand page is some like, overall stuff. And Anyway, I've written the last few weeks. In fact, I've written the last three weeks. Goal for the week, get consistent and run over 100 kilometers uh, every week. Uh, just to, Not that I'm obsessed with that as a number, but I just feel that's a consistent number to get to. It's not even where I want to be when I'm marathon training. I would like to be a bit more than that, but I'm trying to get consistent. And That's three weeks in a row now. I've got a good volume in. I've got good sessions in. So last week I did, actually, well, last week I did, on Wednesday did a session, which I've maybe not run that well in the past, 15 by, it sounds very simple, 15 by a minute on, minute off. I did that on my own, not with the club. Right. And a lot of times you see people do that and they absolutely hammer out the minute and they're stood there with their on their hunches for a minute, you know, getting their breath. But I, I said to myself, right, I need to start, I need to just accept where I'm at. I'm not, you know, and really run this as a 30 minute tempo essentially, but with a kind of. The, the rolling on and off. So I was I was sitting at like, you know, between 3, 3.15 and 3.20 for the minute on, which is not flat out. It's probably like a 10K type pace. But yeah. then on the recovery, only backing off to like 3.40, 3.50 per K. So really wow. trying to float it. So that over the nice. course of 30 minutes, I'm covering, I, I pretty much ran half marathon pace for for 30 minutes on average. So that was, I was really pleased with that. I ran in the boss um, Boston, I ran in the, the uh, brooks hyperion tempo which i've talked about in here before glorious shoe absolutely glorious to ride in probably my favorite non-plated shoe i really like it and it's really is nice it, is just that a non-plated
0: in. shoe that must be like your, own, your only non-plated shoe that you're in. wow well, you know unlike you
1: i i don't run in a, a zoom fly every day i've got quite a few non-plated <laughs> shoes that i like to put <laughs> right, in. right
0: right let's stop let's stop right so how many how many carbon shoes do you own like How many do you? Ah, three actually, three. three. So I
1: have a pair of I have a pair of Saucony Endorphin Speed, which I I'm now at like I don't know 300 kilometers. I wear them all the time. I have a pair of Saucony Endorphin Pro, which are my go-to race shoe, which I have worn a couple of times. And I have my I have a pair of the Nike uh, Next Percent Tempos, which you've got a pair of as well, which I I think are a good a fast shoe, but I just don't I don't like running in them. That sounds really weird. I I seem to run fast in them, but I I don't really like the sensation of it. So.
0: They're, they're, they've only had to be out already. twice they're, they're, they're kind of like they're quite yeah yeah I don't know i, I I'm they're a bit clunky looking
1: yeah I'm, I'm just not loving them so I, I i pull I think I might pull them out for a tempo at some point but um but anyway so the, the Brooks Hyperion tempo is an amazing shoe uh, really i really like running in it really enjoyed the session and you know when you run a good session you come you everything looks rose tinted so that was good and then I didn't do the club session Saturday because as I've said for the last few weeks I really want to get I stopped doing this back-to-back hard sessions on the weekend with the club. because I I feel like it's, for me, it's a bit of a recipe for disaster. My knee was a little bit weird last week, so I wanted to ease it off. So instead, I took a a bit more easy time last week. But then on uh, Sunday, I went and did a sort of tempo with the club. Um, So we did about nine miles, 15K progressive. And it was really good as a group. We did a 5K, about 610s. So what was that, like 350-ish? I thought 350, 355. Then the next 5k, we brought it down again to about 340, which is maybe 555, something like that. And then by then the last 5k, we took it down to like 330 and closed with 317. So it was a really, it was good to do a really progressive run. And I felt i have been lacking that. I did 30k in total and I closed with those sort of fast kilometres. So really good to get that hard, long running. And I think as I look towards London now, that's the goal is to get, is to try and get a, into a bit of shape. Um, and what was cool about Sunday is I was reunited with my with my favourite French champion. Samira oh, was back on back. Sunday. She's back. She's back, back, and ready from, back. So she's back. And this she's back from Fon rameau And actually, she didn't do the, the this French. So there was, this is a bit of a tangent, but on Saturday night, it was the French. Uh, what was it? The French. It wasn't a 10000 meter championship. They changed it. It was like a sort of qualifier for the European Cup. And I watched it online actually, and it was in French. And there's a comp- there's a podcast slash training group in France, in Brittany, but they're based across the country called a uh, Tempo Run Club. And these boys are top banter, like they're they're like they're tra- absolutely obsessed with like running and tempo. Te- like they basically like tempo is a it's like a religion to them, running at tempo. And threshold mm-hmm. translates from French English to French to suyard. So a, the suyards are like the the thresholdists if you like those who run threshold as they put it and uh anyway their commentary was absolute banter on this race they're just like there's four of them we kind of you know i felt a, a lot of sort of uh, a bit of a brotherhood with them you know they're, they're guys doing a podcast love running and they Beer. but they're all
2: Beer.
1: yeah they had a few beers beforehand oh, and yeah. they were just like but they were just wild about the whole thing and i my french is getting better but i couldn't follow it all but it was just great fun. They're really like really into it. And they're like, you know, when a split would drop, they're just going mental about this last split or, uh, it was good. And it was a guy, there's a guy, Meddy Frere, who ran a two eight marathon. He's a French, French, uh, pro. Anyway, he was, he led for a large part of it. And then he got dropped by this I can't remember the guy's name. Was it Barry Barry? Anyway, B-A-R-R-E-R. I think he dropped them in the last lap and it was one in like twenty eight forty or something. So pretty right. cool race. Um, so yeah. I, anyway, so the reason I talk about that is uh, I was hoping Samira would be running that, but she wasn't. And then I saw her on Sunday morning, and she was explaining that he's getting ready to run at Birmingham in in England in a few weeks' time at this. Uh, oh, nice! The European, European Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be cool.
0: Wow. So, oh, that's a good,
1: so a good week for me, mate. All in good week, and uh, I felt Sunday I got back from my long run just in the nick of time to watch Cheshire, which we'll talk about after your recap. But, oh, my,
0: but mine, mine's not that long. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. go for it. I, I ran last week and, and that's the end. There's there's not much not much event eventful training or running that I was doing. Uh I mean I was, you know, I was getting out and about. Um it was it was a bit of a, an easier week um for just because I was so busy. I was just a, a busy, a busy bee last week. Uh, you know, getting into my new job uh, as fundraising manager for Athletics Trust Scotland and getting the the I mean a part a part-time in that role. Um and uh, and and just getting. I was at, I was at, actually. This is probably my highlight. I was a guest on a on a podcast. Eh?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, right. He's it's, uh he's moonlighting now. <laughs> it's it's uh, and it's not often Tommy and I get invited on another show. But uh, healthy boys was never I get invited on another show. Let's be honest. I messaged them to to ask if I could go on. You know, I wanted the limelight. Eh? Let's go uh, on. You
1: know, but to be fair, you were you're on. You, I guess you're on as a you're a you're an elite runner. That's why you're on. You know, that's the that's the, there's no, no that's no bones about it. You're uh, going on there like that.
0: Well, well, whatever you call it, Tommy. Um, so so yes, that was healthy body, healthy minds, HBHM. They've got a podcast, so have a listen. Uh, it's a, it's a great wee podcaster. A, a fat a big fan of the show. Brian Kinghorn's uh, CEO yeah, of H- Brian. Brian's been on, of course. He has. He has after his uh his epic We Marathon or was it his FKT and D side light? It was one of
1: them. uh yeah, it was. I think we came on when we were doing the London Marathon for TV. Right, yes, yeah, so. that day. That's that's right, right yeah.
0: So uh so yes, yeah, so, that was quite interesting. It's it's actually more nerve-wracking being being an interviewee than being <laughs> an, you know, being the actual host of the podcast. Uh I used to be nervous for these shows, and now you know I don't really care what people think of. Of yeah. what I say. and <laughs> yes.
1: you get to the point where you kind of forget you're even being recorded. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so. like I'm just speaking just, at Kyle,
0: just pretending we're in the pub, you know. And, and obviously today's the first day the pubs have opened, so you know I'm celebrating yeah. in my dining room with a a, a pint of you know a traditional a Scottish not stout of Black Gold Kirin Brewery. So that's quite that's quite quite good. Um, but now nah, my training wise, it's, it's been pretty uneventful. Uh, I was. I Got a couple of sessions in. I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Not not much change, really. Um, It's been quite nice in, in Afford in the Vale. So it's, I've been getting out. Taps half. Uh taps and, off. You know, I, I took the opportunity uh, on the Sunday to be inspired by the Cheshire Marathon boys and girls. And uh, I went out, got my Zoom flies on, my new ones, uh, and, and went out for a little 10-mile poke around the woods. Um, nice. Temple style. Threshold style, Tommy. Nice so threshold bit, style. And and it's funny because uh like You're such a sewer Oh I, <laughs> exactly. But two days before that on the Friday, I tried to do a session. I just felt like a bag of, you know, back to being feeling like a bag of tatties again. And I don't know what was up with me, but I just I I, I got to three miles and I just wasn't hitting pace or hitting the level of effort that I want. You know, the level of effort I was running at that given pace was just far too far too laboured. So I just took it easy and just rolled it back in. Uh, to start another day, and uh, yeah, pretty happy with how the 10-mile tempo went, um, I think it was like 5.35, 5.37 a mile, which where I'm at just now felt quite nice, so I did 15 for the day, you know, doubled it on Sunday, and and uh, yeah, just starting to look forward to new goals, and new races, Um, this, I see there's been a couple of races starting to appear, you know, over and above the Cheshire Marathon ones. Uh, local type races are starting to appear now, um, so you know I might. You never know. I might. I might line up to something uh, in the near future if if, uh, if something appears you know, last minute entry type thing. Uh, and just see where I'm at. You know, gauge gauge to see where I'm at for my race. You know, I wouldn't be expecting to get you know to get hugely uh, caught up on how well I do there. I'll just do a race to get get the feeling of race getting your racing legs back again. You know, so. Nice. Uh, so that's it for me, Tommy, and and you know, but no one really wants to listen to my rambling about how my week went. Uh, what we want to know is the Cheshire Marathon, you know, how how that went. Uh, I, I, I tried to, you know, I tried to follow it, but you know what, like, I wasn't wasting my time looking at a live stream. Uh, well, I was
1: wasting my, I was, I can assure you that it wasn't wasted time, it was glorious. So I watched the last, uh, I'll take this one and you can take the 100 miler. That's maybe a better, well, a fair breakdown. <laughs> so I, I tuned in to watch it and it, the Cheshire Mar- Elite Marathon was set up. Michael was on last week, obviously. And we knew it was going to be, in fact, I wanted to run last week, uh, last week, last, uh, last year, but um, it was obviously postponed. Sub 240 men, sub three hour women really was the kind of feeling. And what was amazing, you know, we heard from Michael last week, there was going to be some big names running and. Uh, big times, but do you know what was the real star? The big bit of news was was so you've got Jake, um, Jake Smith, who we talked about before. He paced the, the Olympic qualifier at Kew Garden, he was he was smashed that half of the world half in Poland last year. We ran it was one. I think it was. Anyway, superb performance from him. Um, anyway, so Jake was pacing this, and this is a lad who ran a 1500 pb during the week, right. 1500 meter PB during the week. Wednesday passed. He goes to pace the Cheshire Elite Marathon. Felt good on just a gel and no drinks the whole time, and just kept going to run 2:10:58 for the Olympic qualifier. I mean, it's absolutely bonkers. The talent yeah. of that lad is unreal. So he went away, and then what was quite funny on the footage I got in for the last half hour, and he was he just he was with the he was clearly there because he had a pace on his bib, no number. And he suddenly wasn't there. And I just assumed he'd stepped off. And I didn't realize, because there was no commentary, that he was still up the road. And some of his pals, like you see guys like Josh Lunn, who all run in Cardiff together, they were on the Facebook chat writing, Oh, he's up the road or something. Unbelievable. So he goes away. The guy in second, Callan Moody, still comes in in 211.38. And oh, yeah. so, hell of a standard there. A guy from Serpentine.
0: And in Is third he? place. I've never heard of him. Is he? Uh... Up,
1: yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't either, but I've heard he might be New Zealand or something. He might be or South African. Stand
0: by, that's uh, I'll call. Oh, it's okay. That. You crack on with I'll, I'll line, I'll line him up.
1: So he's, so he, that was impressive. And in third place, Reese Edwards, Belgrave Harriers, in two fourteen forty three for the Commonwealth time. So unbelievable there at the front. We'll get to our pals who did who did very very well on the women's side. Then it was a win and. Olympic qualifier for Aoife Cook, who was predicted by Michael. So unbelievable! Ireland's Aoife Cook, two twenty eight thirty six. Second place, Mauro Tiuri, also running Olympic qualifier, two twenty nine zero three. Uh, who'd also, I mean, just absolutely incredible. And then third place, Anne Marie McGlynn, um, let her Kenny AC over the over the, over right. the Irish Sea, and she ran two twenty nine thirty four. Not Olympic qualifier, heartbreakingly, but. That's a, that's a, a Commonwealth time. So absolutely. I mean, just yeah, incredible. Is as well, isn't she? That's right. Yeah, she is. So, I mean, I, I was just so inspired and so impressed by it all the guys will come on and tell us about the race itself. But as a, as an athletics fan to sit and tune in and watch these performances, just brilliant. And Jake Smith, absolutely bonkers. That is <laughs> bonkers. He had one gel. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> his longest run to date was 19 miles. He's never run what more than 19 miles before.
0: <laughs> what do you think he could do if you like, train for it and properly like, just, like if you're running 211, really with, like, one gel and not really taping for the event, not really training for the marathon? like may, But maybe at the same time, maybe the, the, the type of training he's doing, the, the right formula, the, the, that might be his algorithm is is what yeah. he just did some people just don't need that much fuel where uh, they're just well, wired differently but I, you know i would imagine he, he would definitely run a lot faster but you know imagine that like you know i'm just going to pace halfway and then go on to get an olympic qualifier also That's i should mental. add
1: he's 22 years old as well 20. than, he's oh, 22 he do you and, think yeah
0: uh, do you think he's he's going to have an opportunity to get the is is it, the whole team picked for there?
1: Yeah, so I, I th- that ship has definitely sailed. But I think he's—I actually think he's shooting for the the ten k. I should stand correct. Sorry, he ran 60-31 at the half in uh, Poland at the World Champs last year, which was which is incredible. He's he's got ten k PB of twenty nine thirty. I would imagine that's going to get. Mind you, it's ten thousand. Sorry, it's a bit quicker than that. It's ten thousand. It's twenty nine zero one. So I imagine he must be a big favorite to go to. But I mean, the track is who knows what uh what i don't know what mark scott's going to do at the trials we've got Bucci at the five as well so super competitive all to play, but all, all to play, for. All to play for so I, i'm just really impressed by that and it made you know to be fair he did the olympic trial where he paced the the guys at the olympic standard for like i think 25k or so so you could argue that was a pretty good marathon pace long run he did then he did 19 miles last weekend and and that's it and you look at his sessions and there's a lot. of big volume there you know three by 5k four by 5k those type of sessions which are which are i mean he's doing them red hot but he, he looked pretty consistent at sitting at 301 305 per k through the race and then lifts it for the last 2k so uh, really impressed and both on the men and women's side it was it was great to watch and fair play fair play now if he's what done we... in a,
0: a 60 flat though right? Like 60 30 for a half He's surely gonna run a fast 10k. Uh, oh, you would think so. Sub 28, I'd imagine, surely, guys. Surely. But yeah. I mean, the
1: tri- as you say, it's on the trial. Um, oh, isn't it? But so what we can do now then is we've got our two little boys in the way. Oh, they're they're on time, I'm like They are in time. So we'll um we're gonna I mean, as a little bit of a tee-up then. So Kenny Wilson, Scotland International, Murray Roadrunner, friend of the show. We recorded early on, actually, one of the first guys Kyle ever got on the show. So Kenny, who we'll talk about his time, delighted. Kenny's coming on. Chris Richardson or Rico, as a lot of you may know him, as uh, referred to on the show, is a pal of ours who's come from. I mean, when I first met Chris, he was he was looking to break two fifty, and he's come all the way. He knocked you know over, knocked what almost half an hour off that. Just so amazing, really amazing the way he's come through, and sort of tra- a guy I've trained with for a while. So super keen to um, to hear how they get on. So here we go. Welcome,
0: How are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Legs are a bit sore today. And you, Chris? Chris, you look like you're lying down there. You look like you're lying down with the phone. Are you, are you sitting up like You're lying down on down a, a slightly reclined sofa. <laughs> I'm holding my phone. <laughs> or you're skydiving? It's a white background, so who knows where you are.
3: Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, maybe I'll land at
1: the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny, you, I mean, Kenny, I know you're back. She told me you were driving the road yesterday after the race. Oh. You yeah. you rec- How are you feeling today?
4: Uh, I'm really good actually. Um, yeah, I still like to fine today. And,
0: yeah, no issues after it, so. S- 6 minute mile is it? An easy 6 minute mile for you, Kenny? Uh, I, I considered it, but no, I'm going uh, <laughs> to
1: take take a week off. Uh, so, yeah, not running this week. And um, then, yeah, start planning for the next one. You know what? You both did unbelievably well. I mean, great to see you both PB so well. And those are, you know, we'll start, we'll maybe start with you, Kenny, you know, running, what, two, was it 218.54? Yeah,
4: yeah, I think so. Yeah, 218.54. So, so,
1: I mean, amazing. We we're absolutely chuffed to bits for you, you know, well under 220 there. Talk, tell us about your race and how, how's your prep gone as well? um yeah the race went a lot better than expected for me
4: i was i was really nervous going into this one so i I didn't put hardly anything on social media or anything and not a lot of people knew i was racing so it was was quite good i kept it chilled um because yeah training wasn't it was probably my worst marathon training block Um, nothing nothing really going wrong but it just didn't feel as smooth as other ones so um yeah i didn't really know what to expect going into this one um but luckily, it uh, came together on the day, and I peaked at the right
1: times. And your race—I mean, I had a look at your splits on Strava, and I also have been looking at the the official results now. It looks like a a pretty, a, you know, really well executed race from you. I was really happy. Yeah,
4: pace, pace wise, yeah, I didn't do anything silly. First half, um, got got into a really good group. So the group I was in early kind of um, kind of broke up at about five miles. So I worked for a couple of miles to get to the group in front. Um, and that was a group to be. in. yeah, we all worked together, took turns on the front um, cheered each other on. So it was, yeah, there was a good banter in the group. Um, and then that was until maybe about mile 18. And then it sort of slowly started to break up that one. And yeah, last uh, last four miles were tough. The legs were cramping up on uh, both sides. So um, yeah, I was just happy to hold the pace um, pretty well towards then. Just maybe... Maybe thirty seconds in the last few miles. Um, yeah, still to still to gain if we can nice. get
0: the end right. Nice. What what can it? So you know, you, you went into you know pretty you know laid back. Obviously, not telling many folk, which is which is, you know certainly admirable to just go in it and you know almost be a bit of an un, the underdog. eh? not not you know your met marathon prep didn't go too well. So what do you think? Um, why didn't it go well? Why why didn't your marathon prep go well? And and what, what, was it because uh, you weren't hitting the splits, sir?
4: It was just. I think it was just with lockdown and um, just with yeah. all the restrictions and the bad weather we had. So I wasn't able to do any kind of good speed work for for quite a while into the block. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it took a while for the cold conditions to clear and the ice and not to clear. In the area, so it, I think it was just. Yeah, it was just felt a bit behind when I was playing catch up, but um yeah, the coach has got me in shape on race day, so yeah, I can't. Nice. Really, can't and and do you think was that was maybe them.
0: a bless do you think that was maybe a blessing in disguise that you know your your training didn't go too well? Because it's uh you know, it, it it's almost like your training went well your last marathon block, but you performed much better this time around. So is there maybe something in the 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 approach this time that that maybe has helped your your marathon race. Maybe in the future that might be
4: something. I think to... so, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking to. could PB. I was going to be happy. Yeah, and um, I was targeting yeah. two twenty. Yeah, and I think, like you say, yeah, it was just going into the race quite chilled about. Right? It's not not expecting too much and um, being relaxed and uh, just going down to enjoy it really. So nice. Amazing. I think uh, that's yeah. maybe the way to way to do it in the future.
1: I think. Um, that, the table, the takeaways. I guess, actually, you did have a good block in hindsight. That I know, and maybe that's the reflection to make is that it's obviously been a good block, you know, over the course of a, I mean, Fraser Klein, I was like, when he says, you know, a marathon block's not 12 weeks, it's five years or something. So actually, you're, you know, yeah, you've had a pretty, it's not, you're not any stellar right home sessions, but actually, they all count and you've banked them all. That's, that's probably the important thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think it was. Just- To be honest, it was just peaking at the right
4: time. I think before I've peaked before races and maybe been past it. So it's Mm. maybe nothing to worry about if you're a few weeks out and thinking I'm not quite in shape because I think it's just trying to time it right. So it was a good Mm. good lesson.
3: so maybe we need to arrange a snowstorm for summer to get your timing right your <laughs> Yeah, if we
4: can get some sort of restrictions on training um, for the first half of the training,
1: yeah, course, that would be. I, feel I feel like it, that right. could be, it could be arranged, I'm sure. I'll we'll send the heavies
0: round? I'll give yeah. you a treadmill as well. Start, stick this <laughs> on a bubble, you'll be fine. One, one question I'm going to ask, you know, mention to the listeners now, you know, and it's probably going to be, is, it, is probably going to be a fairly recurrent theme, theme when it comes to speaking about Chris's running over the years now Kenny you've been you know just with the listeners you've been running for a number of years and then um, and, and I just want can you just tell the listeners your journey because I mean you've always been a decent runner but the last few years I've known you you know I've known you for a long time now too too long uh, <laughs> and but but you, you you've completely transformed as a runner in the last few years now I just you know just give the listeners a bit of a background as to where you were as a junior where you were as a as a senior in your early years to where you are now in terms of like how you know how 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 good an athlete you were i know you're pretty modest but just give give the listeners some of the times that you're potentially running so they they understand like holy moly and and what the changes are since you know from from being an okay athlete to a, a you know an exceptional athlete there you go. That's um, a little question. There you go. Ten minutes. <laughs> off you go. <laughs> I, th-
4: I think. I think for me, it's. I don't think I've ever had that much natural talent, and um, it's. It's uh, It's all been maybe hard work and just getting consistent training over the years. So, I used to do all right as a junior. Uh, maybe an average junior. Uh, I done all right in the north of Scotland. Um, yeah. Took a few years out and then. Yeah,
0: played, football while, hmm? played football for a while, didn't you? Played football
4: for a while, didn't you? Yeah, played football for four years, uh, right. welfare football. So, um, yeah, I've done that for four years and then decided to come back to the running. Yeah. And um, it was just just for fun, really. Um, and then slowly you sort of start getting faster, start setting targets. Um, I took on, I asked uh, my coaches if they would coach me again, which made a big difference having then pretty much just tell me what to do, and I'm going to sort of thing. Yeah, um, and yeah. yeah, that that's helped jump me from maybe a sort of 33 minute 10k guy um, to improving my 10k, moving up to half, moving up to marathon, and just yeah, consistent training over the years is is um, yeah, got me into decent shape now.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you know, just the the listeners. He was a few years ago. He was running a 33, 34 minute 10k. Uh, and I don't think you did a half then, but I mean, you know, I remember days where I would train with you and I would be beating you. And now it's like, no chance. Uh, which, and that, that wasn't that long ago. And, and and you have been, you know, I think the key the key message here is consistent consistency and in, in structure within your training. And I think that's certainly helped you. And, and you, you know, obviously it's just, you're going in repetitive, but also change, mixing it up as well. And it's just been, fantastic to watch your progress
4: Uh, thanks yeah yeah just just consistent training like you say not try to do superman sessions all the time just try and hit the hit the right level and target the right races and just yeah just keep working working hard and enjoying it i think enjoying it's the main thing as well
2: i think, think you'll do anything
3: differently for london kenny or would you just try and repeat the block that you've just done?
4: Uh, for London, um, so I think the improvements, we've, we've already started speaking about it. We've we're, we're got to try and do a, a short block of speed work, try and, try and get that in. And then, yeah, like you say, repeat repeat what I've done for Wrexham, I think, for London. Pretty much, pretty much the same, I think, yeah. Um, is that the same for you for your next one? <clears throat>
1: Right, lads, you're jumping ahead here. I mean, this is this show. It may be fag packing, but it has a running order. <laughs> settle down here. <laughs>
2: hold Again.
1: that, hold that, hold that question, Kenny. Right, Rico.
0: <laughs> you tell <laughs> so, him, Tommy. Yeah, you so, tell him.
1: I'm, I'm joking. No, but I, I no, I'm really interested to hear about how you're both gonna target your next races. But I think before we talk about what Rico does next, I think it's important we talk about what he's done yesterday. So, Chris, you've gone from a, you've basically. Transformed overnight from a two twenty seven guy to a two twenty four guy. I believe. I think is that a club record as well?
3: I uh, think it is. No, Simon Pride has the metro record.
1: Okay, so and regardless, you've run what is? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a, to go with sub 225, It's an amazing run. Tell us about your block and this amazing journey you've gone on. I mean, it's only a couple of years ago that you were running, you know, 240, 250. So it's you've really. The progress you've made is, amazing, is absolutely amazing. And, yeah, how, how's that been? And how did you – how's this last block gone? Because you're a very – a guy who really does train
3: hard. Uh, yeah, so um I think it must have been last summer you decided that your BHAG was
2: 225.
3: <laughs> so I thought yeah. if, if you're going to run 225, then I need to kind of at least yeah. match that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I decided that uh, to up the target for – because I did Dorney Donnie Lake Marathon last October, mm-hmm. um, so I upped the target there from just PBing to try and run trying to run two twenty five, and I didn't manage then. But uh, um, yeah, that training block I don't think I ever really felt great. But then this training block, I have and uh, yeah, kind of a bit different to what uh, what Kenny said, and that some of the same issues were were there, but they just I, f- I felt really lucky in that. Um, there was kind of all these snowstorms coming through, but whenever I went out to do a session, I think it was one session that it was too icy to, to run at the sort of pace that I wanted to run. I was actually, um, up in Inverness over the winter. And, um, so I did most of my training with, uh, Graham B and, uh, that just worked perfectly because, uh, he's kind of running about the same sort of level as, uh, uh, as I was or I am, and uh, and he, for some reason, was completely happy to just do whatever session I wanted to do. So <laughs> nice. there was no there was no argument about the, what the, sh- the sessions were. But uh, and then uh, yeah, it's a it's a while since I've had somebody doing my marathon pace runs with me. Mm. Um, so yeah, even to the the short the shorter sessions and the longer sessions uh, he was keen for. So um, a solid block of training, and it just seemed like the campus up there. Gets, uh, I think it must be a bus route, so it gets gritted in preference, mm. despite the fact that there were no buses
2: um,
3: <laughs> being. No, nobody, nobody needed to get a bus to university while it's, uh, while it's in lockdown. So there was limited traffic there, lots of grit. Um, so it just seemed that uh, whatever the weather threw at us and whatever lockdown threw at us, uh, we are still able to get the the sessions in. So I felt, yeah, I felt good for most of the block. The last few weeks, may be less good as if I was, I'd maybe peaked early, but I often feel that I am, I'm quite confident in how I want to train for a marathon in the early stages. I like to do a lot of kind of marathon pace work and a lot of uh, kind of long intervals. So 10 minute, 12 minute, those sort of intervals. But yeah, I, uh, I'm never that confident in exactly what I want to be doing four or five weeks out. Um, so yeah, it's no surprise that I didn't feel mm. as confident and as good a few weeks going into it. But the thing is, uh, yeah, I'm sure Kenny will agree that the conditions in the course yesterday were pretty good. As in, uh, yeah, I can find complaints, but everybody, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, you yeah. never finish. Yeah, you 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 because
0: you've, you've got to give yourself that I could have ran a couple of minutes faster if I had if I did this uh so, Chris, I, you've,
1: well, you've got to answer the question for us. Did
3: you negative split? I actually haven't looked at the detail to see if you did or not. <laughs> I think I did, but it was close, and I've not looked. So there isn't an official halfway split, and I've not been on my computer to to look at, um, yeah, where I was at 21.1K. But uh, it was uh, maybe a, a funny pace graph in that I think, Probably my slowest lap. So it's a seven and a half lap course. My slowest lap was the last one, but the second slowest is probably the first one.
2: Mm.
3: So it was one slow lap and then five uh, five quick laps and then uh, and then one slow lap. But I think that uh, yes, the the fastest lap is probably the penultimate lap, and then uh, yeah, maybe a little bit too quick that one. But yeah, so I, I think a negative splitted. Uh, I negative what's it. Past of negative split. I, I I don't I never know. Yeah. <laughs> split it sounds good. Yeah, I think a negative split, but I yeah uh, I don't know. So uh I'll I'll comment on your uh Facebook post when the
0: episode goes out with
2: confirmation <laughs> or, or uh
0: retraction. That the that the Facebook post is a kind of short notes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a dump of what we said we we're gonna chat about.
1: Well what about so that that takes us on really well to the race. So we've got uh so just to recap, Kenny two nineteen. Sorry, 218, Bigger your pardon, it's Chris at 224. So tell us about, how, what was the course like? Yeah, sorry, Kenny. Look at him. He looks furious. Yeah, He's off. absolutely furious about yeah. that. It's Although, to be fair, felt, I felt bad. Actually, Chris chopped me off on WhatsApp yesterday because I'd been messing some of the, the boys that we, well, I say we trained with, Now I'm not there. We didn't really train together. We used to train together with. And uh, I'd said Chris had run 225.40 because I was watching the finish clock. In the same way, I tweeted that Kenny had run 219 and got chopped up by... By uh, Carol as coach. So you both you fortunately the, the chip was was good to you both. So tell us about the race. Tell us about how was it? Did you set off in groups? Uh, how was the start? How was the COVID sort of precautions? How was the lap? You, you alluded to it a little bit, Chris.
3: So the yeah, it was a it's a triangular course. Each each side was about a mile. One of the sides actually was even a road called Straight Mile, which apparently um, was an old um, like horse galloping road, it's right next to the Duke of Westminster's estate. And apparently that's something that you used to need to do. You needed to have a straight mile road to play with your horses on. So that's <laughs> that's why that was. And uh, uh, so, yeah, a, pretty much an isosceles triangle. And uh, we started, so there were 12 waves. I think, Kenny, were you in the, the second wave?
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And then I was in the the fourth wave and they were maybe about 20, 15 seconds apart. It was just kind of, there were actually, there were dots on the pavement, not on the pavement, on the road for everyone. So he must've painted, yeah, a few hundred dots in different colors. And you went and found a dot according to your color and your, uh, your wave. And then we'd stand on them to start. And then basically when, when the first wave went, we just all started kind of walking forward. And then by the time we were there, it was it was time to go. But uh, yeah, it's a, a lovely course. I did find, uh, I wonder if you'd agree, Kenny, that uh, despite the fact that it's mostly flat and there wasn't much wind, I found that the straight miles definitely felt the easiest side of the triangle. And then the next one after that felt like it was uphill, but it must have only been a couple of metres. Did you find that, Kenny, or is that just me? Yeah,
4: yeah definitely. Well, there was there was one one of the states was you suddenly looked at your watch and you were going like five seconds, ten seconds a mile faster without realizing. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was it felt like the ideal course to me. Uh, seven laps was was ideal. Um, and, and it wasn't just the all being about one mile each. Fairly it helped break up towards the end, mm. just so you could tick off shorter sections as well. I
1: thought so. Um, yeah, it was really good. Was there many people out and about on the course? I saw there was a few people chairs on the on the lead feed that were just popped at the side, out in front of the, the garden for the afternoon. Or was anyone? Was there? I know it was in please don't come and spectate
3: instruction, but was there many? I'm sure they were all locals. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, exactly.
4: laughs> sure. that, that, yeah. <laughs> there was
3: there was a decent atmosphere of mostly mostly the runners and. A few associated people, um, like because obviously these these events they have uh, they have volunteers marshals so that mm. they create a bit of a uh, of, of an atmosphere. There was also uh, I think there was maybe there were quite a lot of people. So there was the official feed filming it, but then there was uh, I think that the Mexican athletes had a film crew with them, and I think maybe mm. some of the Irish ones did. And then I think Matt Reese's. Uh, somebody was was filming him um, like I don't I think maybe his girlfriend or someone but so there were quite a few people with camera equipment around the course and then yeah there was an official photographer as well so uh, um, yeah it it felt like quite a lot was going on like and I think it was quite an entourage with the I think it, maybe there was just one Mexican woman running but she had like an old woman standing behind uh, a table getting her drinks <laughs> ready for her and someone else Filming things, there were yeah. It, it, it felt it wasn't busy, but there were. It felt like there was a lot going on.
1: How did you feel, Kenny on the? How was your start with you? How was your feeling on it? Is there drinks on the course, or was it you had to carry your own? Um, yeah, for, for me, it was just uh, what the
4: the organisers put out. So, um, I I kind of, it felt like I kind of went old school. Um, with running it, I for I took a sip of water every lap. Um. so every like three and a half miles I was getting a little sip of water and towards the end I took maybe uh, like part of a gel on lap four and part of a gel on lap six and um, which the organisers had laid out and that was for a feeling that was it for me. Um, you sound like Jake
0: Smith. He had only one gel and ran, that's the secret, folks. Don't take any yeah. fuel when it comes to marathons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard him say that, I was like, well, it's,
4: it's kind of similar to how I how I ran mine like a few minutes back, but um fueling well, yeah, it was really similar to what he done. So well, maybe, well, there's yeah. nothing there.
0: Well, well, let's rewind this back then. So, what did you have for your what did you have for your breakfast? then? What did you have the night before? Is that was it was it a, a fairly carb rich type meal? Uh, your porridge in the morning, or what? What did that look like for Kip Kenny? <laughs> um, it's not got to sound too impressive. So, I had a, a Frankie and Benny's the
4: night before, pizza and chips. Nice,
0: um, nice. crispy pizza, uh, crispy lasagna. No, Sorry, it's, it's an inside joke, crispy lasagna.
4: Uh oh, crystal lasagna, yeah. There was none of that in uh, Frankie and Benny, so I had to go oh. pizza. Um, yeah. I need Debbie there next time. So. <laughs> uh, um, and in the morning for me, it's just um, it's honey hoops. Um, so I've been waiting three, so it was just a bowl of honey hoops and a coffee, and <laughs> nice. that is it before the race. So. so nothing. Holy moly!
1: This
0: is a secret, <laughs> folks.
1: Hope you all listen. Spoke are writing this down, planning out their next uh, the next marathon honey hoops, that's yeah.
0: it. Right. Well, well, Chris, tell us about your previous planning, your previous fuel planning. How what did that look like for you? Uh so uh I was staying with my um
3: my uncle and auntie who live not far from uh um uh, not far from the course, and they uh they're um uh, family butchers and very foodie. So uh, they'd asked, what do you want to have for dinner? And I said, I, I, ju- I just want some fairly bland pasta. And then, of course, that, that doesn't mean we've just gone to op and got a bag of fuseli and, uh, and boil it. I'm um, <laughs> presented with, uh, well, we, we were presented with uh, um, eggs and flour and uh, a pasta maker and spend the evening oh. making, <laughs> making a load of
2: tagotelli. <laughs>
3: Though yeah, I would say that I probably played the the least active role in making the tagliatelle. Kirsty was much more useful than I was, but um, yeah. So pasta for dinner night before a lot, and then um, um, bread and jam in the in the morning. I uh, I've always tried to just consistently have a go to meal on race mornings that I know that I can replicate anywhere. So, uh, like, I know there's porridge pots you can have in hotels and, and like, uh, I know I wasn't in a hotel this time, but every other marathon, so I, I, I just kept it consistent. But those, po- I, I wouldn't eat those porridge pots at home. I'm sure they're different to porridge I'd make at home. So the one thing that I know that I can get anywhere in the world is uh, is bread and jam. You um, <laughs> <even laughs> might the bread was a bit different there. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I had bread and jam that morning. And then, yeah, on the on the course. Uh, what uh, flavor jam do you gels. go for?
0: What flavor of gel? Yeah,
3: jam. Oh, of jam is strawberry jam.
0: Nice. Just, Just, uh, jam. So listeners, you need some, uh, you know, a, you need a butcher. Find a butcher who, who, who can give you some fresh pasta, uh, some frank and Benny's for <laughs> pizza, uh, honey hoops and bread and jam is a secret to PB's and Martin, I, six, I'm eight. just I'm just interested
1: to see next time Chris does London how he's gonna find either a friend who has <laughs> pasta making facilities or <laughs> so, go signs up to some like Italian cooking class just to be able to make his own pasta. Yes I am interested, sorry, but you were talking about fueling on the race end. You're what you're, you're how many gels are you, man? Uh, just because I think a lot of people are interested to hear this sort of stuff.
3: So I, I I've been a three gel man for 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 years. So I take one at ten K twenty thirty. But I I am starting to question that slightly because you hear all these stories of the old guys saying we used to run uh we used to run London Marathon in 215, 214 or whatever, and we didn't take we didn't take any gels or anything. Mm-hmm. And we've got all these years of progress in the gels. And it turns out that the people that are running fastest now are the people that are taking one gel or
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: a little bit of a gel a few times like uh, <laughs> like uh, like Kenny did so yeah i i might experiment with that a bit in the future but yeah i've uh, I've always been a, a 3 gel man
1: so speaking of the future what is next for what's next for you both and would you are you is that is a return to cheshire on the on a on the plans at some point to revisit those glorious triangle Kenny what's what's your autumn look summer and autumn looking like um, hopefully London's going to go ahead so um, I'm just gonna
4: put pretty much everything into into London. Maybe hopefully Paul Rogan can get one of these back to basics 10 ks over the line Yeah um yeah just just target London.
1: Nice. Antrim, yes. Kenny? Yes. What's that? Antrim en route.
2: Antrim. Oh half.
4: yeah, I never signed, I never signed up to, um, to Antrim, so yeah, I was considering it, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, not sure what sort of plans
1: I'll have roundabout about then for the final few races, but
4: okay, possible. Are you doing
1: it? I am. Like yeah, two years in a row, I'm I'm currently the slowest man on the elite men's <laughs> field, so <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. Mass races are open though, so it was interested. <laughs> Uh, plenty of time to pump yourself up the list, though, before then. An so, oh,
0: yeah, oh, you, you, say you tell that. Kenny,
3: you say that. What about you, Chris? Yeah, yourself the pasta maker, and you'll, you'll be uh, <laughs> maybe a few places higher. Yeah, I <laughs> think you... ne- next to me is uh, is Kyle's um, uh, Murray Way uh, 50 miler.
0: Nice, um, yeah, and Have you entered, Chris? Yeah, well, I think oh, so. I'm gonna give you a free entry. <laughs> ah, damn it. And see you, why you, 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 me, you can give him a refund then. I might give you a refund. Uh, oh, that's, oh, well, it's, uh, do you know what? This is really bad. I haven't leaked it, did your list. So uh, it's, it's good. It's glad to have you on the start list. That's a, a great wee uh, prep for the, are you, what are you thinking after that then? Um, After that, we'll
3: see. Uh, I think it depends a little bit on the, uh how uh, how I like running 50 miles and uh, how it, uh <laughs> how it how it suits me I've got a place in London so that's the only thing beyond then nice. um at the moment my enthusiasm for London isn't all that high but I think I usually say that the day after a marathon that uh I'm I'm now happy with my time and I don't want to run any faster or anything like that but uh yeah I suspect that I'll probably be lacing up in London in nice. October having uh having forgotten what marathon training is like.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got I've got to say, you know, congratulations. Uh I always look at my time and think, you know, when there's someone chasing my tail. And I know Chris, you've been it looks like you've been chasing my tail. Kenny used to chase my tail, but he's I'm chasing, I'm not even attempting to chase his tail anymore. Uh so yeah, kudos you can chase to his to own buy, tail. Kudos to bypassing my time. And I, I hope that uh, that Kyle Gregg session on Strava that you, you did the ten mile six by a mile uh, was was a big contributor to that as well. So you know I'm 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 delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. You've you've smashed my time. Uh, it's, a it's a good circuit, isn't it? It is. It's. it's do you it's, still it's, do, it's, that do that circuit? Yeah. I do. Yeah, do you know what? I still do it. I, 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 if I, if I was training as in doing a marathon block, I would. Uh, yeah. But I know you only did ten mile then six by a mile. It's actually ten a mile then. No, it was so 10. 10 by a mile.
1: Can one of you guys just, I know what a session is, but for the listeners, tell us about what is the, what it's become known as the Kyle Greg because we saw it in Kyle's training years ago. What is, tell us about the session. In fact, Kyle, tell us about it from the horse's
0: mouth. Well, this is, this is my coach Lewis giving me this session. So it's been passed on to the, to, to the, to the great set. Uh, so it's 10 mile tempo. And then it's 10 by, you know, kind of slightly slower than marathon pace. And then you crank it up to slightly faster than marathon pace, like half marathon pace. Uh, so you kind of finish strong, but it's a minute recovery in between each of the miles. How uh, fast is the yeah. tempo for the 10 mile? The which tempo often splits for me, opinion. You know, for, for me, when I was doing, uh, you know, m- you know, at the t- kind of 225 mark, I was it was about 56 minutes for the it's 56, 57, and then just cranking up after that. Uh so I have no idea what that is. So that's about that.
1: that's what, 10, 10, 15 seconds a mile slower than marathon pace for your tempo. Ah, no is
3: that
0: idea. Something
1: Probably. like that. I would guess that's for five forty, maybe. Okay,
3: so like this that. is fascinating yeah. to hear this because I've been doing this and calling whatever do the the car grid in for years on a very much secondhand. <laughs> yeah. it. So maybe be to get if if I uh, if you could get uh, Lewis Walker on to explain yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. explain
0: why he why he gave you the card Greg to do <laughs> and if he thinks it should be called Lewis Walker. Yeah it should be. He'll be kicking you'll be you kicking off right now thinking that's that's my session, you bugger. Uh but but no it's been it's been great to see both of your progress folks. But before you go, uh we do want to ask you some fartlet quickie questions. I know you've already done it, but it's been a while since you've both been on the show. So uh you know Tommy boy you kick off with the first question.
1: So we'll go so Kenny then, Chris, favourite shoe? New oh, you Balance.
3: RC I think it's called. Nice. Then, it's a fun user trainer. Rico? Uh, Peg, 36, I think. Oh, the pegs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You yeah, love it. It gives it the number as well. <laughs> well, it's better than the 37. I've not tried the <laughs> 38
1: though, which I think came up. Is it today? It look, I don't like the look of it, to be quite honest.
0: Well, you've it. All right. Chris. Yeah. Other than the Kyle Greg or forward slash Lewis Walker session, what's your favourite session to do? Uh three by ten minutes. Nice. Kenny, it's uh,
4: five by three mile with one mile foot.
0: Oh, mm, nice. nice. Well, actually,
3: can I change my mind? I've got a new favourite session. I've done the last couple of uh, couple of blocks. I nicked it off the plan, so you, you'll notice it's you're the you're up in. Esteemed heights, because I do a few a few weeks, a couple of weeks before I do the Carl Greg, I do the Bekele So uh, <laughs> yes. and the, the, there's only two people that have a a Strava activity named after the manessa, oh. uh, you and you and Kenny Bekele oh,
0: Do you know that's it's humbling that is humbling that I'm with him.
3: But the the, the <laughs> is uh, it, it's a bit similar to uh, to Kenny's session. It's uh, um seven by uh, by three k with a minute float. But uh, yeah, mm. that's. Uh, a big session but yeah i really and enjoy that. at, the
1: three k's at yeah. marathon pace there i guess
3: uh yeah or
1: target math pace. okay very good uh we'll go chris then kenny um cross country road hill or track uh
3: road definitely road
4: easiest question road
1: nice <laughs> like why did the rest of them exist yeah, I, 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 got, I personally, I've, I've warmed to the, I've warmed to the track a bit. I think when you're on whatever you're doing the most of, you both smash road marathons, so you've, your affinity
0: is there. Exactly. Yeah. Who's your favourite running hero, Kenny? Oh, um,
4: the Hawking probably is the ones, ones I would oh. look up to.
0: After Kyle,
4: Gregg and Tom
0: Ryan. Of course. <laughs> nice. Get high. Fight me everywhere. Nice an answer. <laughs>
3: Chris? Um, I think if we have, we should have a race between. I'll, I'll need to get Tom to make a session for me, and then I can have three <laughs> sessions. In that cool. And then the race between uh, Bakale, Tom, and Kyle, whoever, whoever wins <laughs> that. But a beer mile, the winner of the beer mile between them. <laughs> yes. Then, nice. So, the, well, yeah, it's an open vacancy for, for running okay, here. That's, but, that's oh, good to
1: know. That mantle's have. still there. Let's if you organize.
3: Organise a, a beer mile between You two and Bekele, the 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 winner, goes the hero. I'll, I'll
1: send. We'll drop a note on Twitter. I'm quite keen to get a beer mile in Paris over the summer because there's just so many tracks here. So we'll, we'll see if he's how he's how he's fixed. Um, f- last one for me would be um, favourite race. Kenny then Chris. Um. Run, 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 up there for
4: it Nice. Yeah, honeymoon. it was really good. And if once they get the the atmosphere um, with crowds allowed, I think it will be. Yeah, hopefully they'll do it again.
0: Nice. Nice. Oh my answer. <laughs> 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 my big Michael Hyatt ah, yeah. will be delighted just now. Eh? be delighted with that answer. <laughs> the the yeah,
4: thing is, he, I don't he told he know how the race guys actually ended the race. So, um, yeah, he was he was um giving his promotion
1: he was on your show yeah. was he oh what a man he's a top bloke i i am definitely going to try and do the sandstone trail race of his for sure mm-hmm. I, I,
3: I on the on the first lap i was uh, shocked to hear a, a shout of rico and that was, oh. uh, that was michael harrington having uh, picked up
0: uh, picked that up from listening to TRS yeah. that is glorious <laughs> yes
3: absolutely <laughs> glorious
0: really? Uh, well, folks, it's been a, an honor, a pleasure in having you on the show tonight. And, uh, you know, congratulations. I hope you're, you know, drinking a, a beer, mm-hmm. Chris. I know you have. Kenny, I, I don't know what your tipple is actually. What What is it your tipple is? Uh, I just drink tons
4: of coffee. Yeah. Uh, coffee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I <of> it, but... <laughs> well, it's yeah. a very well deserved coffee and a oh. very well deserved beer you boys have done. You've smashed it. Very pleased for you both. Very well deserved. Thanks. Uh, really? All right thanks so much guys cheers guys and we'll speak to you soon thanks guys sure. bye right so we're going to transition super quick thank you for coming on lads because grant
0: mcdonald is in the waiting room so Kyle, do you want to tee up grant So Grant McDonald was, uh, you know, one of the very few, in fact, I think the only Scott who took part in the Centurion Track 100, uh, and, you know, he's obviously got a story to tell. He's going to tell us about what actually happened on the day, you know, how his event went, how all the other runners got on. So, you know, Grant's already been on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, because he was part of the the virtual six-hour Solidarity run as part of the GB team. So... Here's Grant McDonald. There he is. Hi, Grant. So he's, uh, he's got a beer in his hand. So I know that because I just WhatsApp him. So tell me what kind of beer you're drinking, Grant.
5: Uh, good evening. I am drinking a Stuart Brewing Hazy IPA. Oh, good oh. man. Pretty good one. Delightful, delightful. Here's, well, are, can, can I just say
1: as well, listeners can't see this because it's a podcast, but Grant looks like a man who's been out for a long time in the sun. That's, a, <laughs> that's a, Is that an ultra tan right there?
5: That is, uh, yeah. I either look like an ultra runner or a farmer who's been out for a long time. <laughs> um, my, uh, my uh, just to show, I'm, I, I still make mistakes. Uh, one of my first mistakes in the run on Saturday was about two hours into the run. The sun was out and I realised I forgot to put any suntan lotion on, so, oh, yeah. so... <laughs> this is going <bleeding> badly.
0: <laughs> you have, were well, you wearing a vest as well? You got the good old, like, I, I, got got vest.
5: I, I managed to locate some suntan lotion and I did, I did one lap spraying myself
2: <laughs> with the <laughs> uh,
5: suntan lotion, but... I missed a few spots, I wasn't completely thorough,
0: so yeah. Oh no, (laughs) well, it's it's great to have you on the show, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we haven't really teed, you know, we've teed you up slightly, but we haven't kind of, we want to kind of hear your account of the the run, and you know, firstly, I think obviously it was a bit of a struggle and a bit of a challenge to get you to the race as well, and so yeah, just kind of let us know, you know, the, the challenges of getting to the race, and and also, you know, once you got got there, how, how things started to... to yeah, it,
5: it was a bit of a challenge to get... I mean, we, we were pretty fortunate. Myself and Joe Ewans were allowed to travel down because obviously there's still yeah. um, a travel ban. I think the travel ban for crossing the border ended on Monday, and this race was <laughs> two days before that. I mean. <laughs> <Was> um, <it? laughs> but um, Scottish Athletic were really helpful and so were Centurion running about trying to, you know... Um, help us get to the race and they eventually um, you know allowed us to get the paperwork to do the race so you know yeah. I really appreciate them doing that and yeah after after a bit of toing and froing it was great to have that letter saying we could do the race because I know a lot of people have had you know not been able to travel to races so it was it was a real privilege to be able to do the race and you know, I actually felt a bit of pressure having, you know, so many people have not been allowed to race. And I was like, oh, shit, man, I'm better actually <laughs> go and do a decent race. Um, so, yeah, it was, um, so, yeah, we, we got down on, and we, we flew down on Friday night. And it was just a surreal experience traveling down. The airports were empty. The train stations were empty. It was just a very, a very, very odd experience traveling down there. Um but the race itself was was fantastic. I'm really glad, really glad I made the effort to go and do it. it was, so, it was a great can, race.
1: for listeners like me who are maybe not that uh, ultra-minded, and I've been this afternoon reading up about it, tell us about then so the Centurion running. Um, the I mean, hundred it was
5: hundred mile track race. I guess I see all the track results. This is quite a rare thing because okay, uh, for track running, it's it's predominantly a 24 hour race. So. The, a specific 100-mile race is quite a rare thing. And James Elson has been quite keen to sort of bring back the 100-mile as, um, as as the focus of a race, because most people's 100-mile PBs are split from their 24-hour race. Okay. And he wants it to be a standalone race itself that people focus on rather than, you know, doing a 24-hour race and taking a 100-mile split. Oh, okay. and saying, oh, yeah, You know, that, that'll do as 100-mile yeah. time. Um, so he's really wanting to focus and bring that back and he's done a really good job of um, getting Alexander Sorokin to come over and do the race and, and, and break the world record I, I mean la- last year pre-Covid he, he had it all set up uh, the race last year that was cancelled in 2020 he had Zach Bitter coming across he had Camille Heron coming across Yeah. Um, so that would have been just amazing so it was, it was sad this year that he was only able to get one international runner across but I mean, he got one good still. one. Still still. <laughs> I, was I, just, I just felt sorry for Alexander that it was basically time trialing himself. Yeah. It would have been so good if he would had if we would had a race with like him. Zach and, or something you know, yeah, Zach. But I mean, I, I've got so much hope for next year that having the race having gone so well yeah. this weekend, that Zach's seen his record go, and he's going to go next year. I'm I'm going to come across and do that. Yeah, and nice. I just think next year if we could get Zach and Alexander going, and maybe the best of some fast British guys like. Like, you know, maybe like Tom Evans or um yeah. that, Kyle
2: Gregg. It'd
5: just be so, so amazing if next year we could yeah. see a, an actual proper race where these guys are just going to knock seven shades of shit, at each other yeah. rather than just a time trial.
2: Yeah.
5: um Because it'd just be amazing to see that record go down again and an actual, like, people racing each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. that's that's my hope now after that's cool for next year that's really
1: interesting because i'll be honest i i saw there was a, a lot of big deal made about this about it and I, I i get i couldn't i was thinking is that is it is it that rare but I, that makes much more sense now that it's not
5: uh i see that yeah, it's yeah not, you just I, don't, you just don't it's not get many standalone you just don't get many standalone races anymore and um, adrian to be your man for that he really knows the history of it and um, so, I think it was a lot more popular back in the 80s and 90s to have okay. standalone 100s, but they've just fallen out of fashion, and you just really get the 24 hour races now. So, I, I really hope this brings back a resurgence and the 100 mile as a standalone event, mainly because I feel so much less broken today than I do after the 24 hour <laughs> race. I'm like, this, is, this is maybe the way forward for a more sustainable career. You know, I, I just feel like I have been a lot more, a lot less broken after 14 hours than 24 24- uh, love.
0: Oh, I love man. that, you know. I'm, I feel fine, you know. A, a lot less broken doing hundred miles in a 24 hour run. I
5: mean, I was back at work today, and and my
0: work colleagues were like, "You look quite perky today, Grant." <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have ran a bit harder. Oh me! So what? So how did your run go, Grant? Because obviously, this is a, you know, getting to the to the start lines. A, a, you know, a, a win in itself, and. You know, obviously, was this like a stepping stone for your training for 24 hours? It was. For me,
5: it was a little bit more building back up to the 24-hour race. And a little bit, to put a sort of a marker down, the selection for the 24-hour squad is next month. And I Mm -hmm. haven't really done anything since the last World Championships at Albi in 2019. So I I felt I really had to put some sort of, show some fitness or just, you know. And for myself, I I just wanted to race again see I had a poor run at the World Championships in Albe, so I kind of, I felt like I needed a race to get my confidence back a little bit, and just to show to myself I could still do this. Um, So I I went into the race, you know, uh, other people in the race were going with quite aggressive targets to break records. For me, I was a bit more, I just want to go and have a, you know, go back to basics and reset and just try and remember how to do this properly, do the basics right, you know, pace it well, eat well. and yeah I was really happy that you know I just had a fairly solid unspectacular race it makes for a, a poor podcast chat because there was not much drama but there was I was just hard. had a nice nice smooth incident free yeah. race which is what I went for so I was I was pretty happy with that
0: yeah brilliant, brilliant. and and you know Grant obviously we had you on the show um you know when, when oh god it was uh it wasn't that long ago like yeah, three, a month ago I think ago. And, yeah but we never really got the opportunity to kind of chat about you know you're running and um, but I mean, you know, obviously you've you've run two what 156.2 miles or something, and that's put you. Uh, I think it's like fourth all time in the 24 hour list and 17 all time in the 24 hour rankings, which is absolutely phenomenal. And okay. um, and 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 one thing you know I wanted to to also kind of chat about, which is a story in itself, is you know it wasn't it wasn't all singing all dancing for you. You know you 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 had a brain hemorrhage before before all this didn't you and yeah and, and,
5: that was back in 2014 yeah so yeah so it's been a it's been a good good, good comeback to get back from that so,
2: Absolutely.
0: yeah, yeah absolutely and, and you know what I, I hope you don't mind me chatting about you know that what happened but kind of what what did happen when when you got your the brain hemorrhage and um, know, how, so how that
5: yeah, that was back in twenty fourteen. So that yeah. was was I running when it happened, and it, it's it's called a subarachnoid brain hemorrhage, which is when a uh, aneurysm in your head bursts and it causes a bleed. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so I I was out running. It was actually two weeks after I'd done the spine race. It was I was actually. <laughs> Pretty lucky that it didn't happen during the spine race. It happened when I was out <laughs> yes. running with my running club. And yeah. <laughs> I was like two miles away from a very good hospital rather than yeah. in the middle of the Pennine way. So oh um, in, terms, in terms of timing, it was pretty, pretty good. I sort of nailed that one. Um, yeah. And yes, it's a, it's a pretty nasty thing to happen. It's, it's you're, um you've got a one in three chance of dying from it. So it's, okay,
2: yeah. it's
5: yeah, I had a pretty, pretty near miss. So, um, but I was out of hospital in three weeks. I was, you know, I made a pretty quick recovery and I was back running within um, about about a month or so. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I got back into running. And after about a year, I think I was kind of like, I'd got back to full fitness and I, I kind of stagnated a little bit. And I think it was about 2015, I, that got into me into 24-hour running. I saw what um, guys like Marco and Debbie Consani were doing and, yeah. and they were just doing amazing things and they were they were runners that I sort of considered my peers and I was kind of yeah. like are oh, they doing that maybe 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 I could do a bit of that and, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's not like watching you know Laura Muir or Mo Farah it's like yeah. it's like oh, huh. that's Marco maybe maybe I could do that too yeah. so um, yeah that's that's what snuck me into it and I just got I got just got really obsessed with it and I got I had a a few attempts at getting in qualifying standard um i missed the standard by 203 meters the first time I oh. a um so but that I, I was actually pretty good because i was like oh, i can probably get it if i try it again you know and it makes a good story so i was like you know oh, oh i'll have another crack nice um nice. and then i had another crack and i didn't get it so i had to go back <laughs> <with that. laughs>
0: Um, yeah, yeah, got go, go there
5: eventually
1: if you, if you yeah. keep going, you'll get get there in the end. Going, going. That's amazing. So, I mean, that's uh, I mean, yeah, I still, I'm still, I've said this to you before. Last weekend. I still can't get my head around how are you doing it. I mean, what's the? Do you are you know You you said you feel less broken about 100 mile. Is that what's next then? Are you like is that you're thinking right? You know, I mean, you've obviously got championship goals now, I guess, and you're running. You know, having competed. I'm being a British elite. I mean, what's your, what, what are your goals now? Is it to go longer? Is it to is it to double down where you are now? What's the, what are your ambitions moving forward? I,
5: th- I think, I've, I feel like I've got unfinished business with the 24. I, I'd really like to, like, do, uh, I think the good, the good thing with doing a 24 hour for the GB team, it feels so different doing it as a team event. And I think we have such a good squad of runners. It'd be so nice for us all to, get it right on a day and do it as a team. And it'd be I'd be really nice to be part of that. So I, I I really I really enjoyed even though I had a bad race in our way, the whole experience of being part of the squad and out there with the team was such a, a fun, positive experience. So I, I just I just want to do that again. I'd love to, to go back and have a performance that I felt I could be proud of and see the team do well. Cause I just think there's so many good people in the team that you know we I think we could do really well one day if we just get it right so I'd I feel I want to keep cracking at the 24 hour until I can have one championship level performance that I'm pretty happy with yeah um other than that I think I think you have a limited shelf life at 24 hours you see I just think it breaks you mentally more than physically um and I think I think you've got about 10, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 races in you and your head's just going to go, no, I don't like don't this anymore. <laughs> um, so I, I, I quite like to mix up with like, I like, still like to do hill and mountain running, which I'm not particularly good at, but I think doing that keeps you fresh mentally and stops you going a bit stale. I think people who just focus purely on the sort of running around in circles all year round are just going to um, kill themselves, bore themselves senseless, I think. So I think for me, a bit of variety. I mean, I'm I'm going to be staying away from the track and the canal for a few months now, and I think I'm going to do some more hill-based stuff for a, a few months.
0: Um, you're not, you're not selling this 24-hour track malarkey to to me, Grant.
5: To honest, <laughs> I, th- I think you need to do the 100km. I think that is that is your event. am seeing um, Alexander do it because he's he's a really fast 100k guy, but he's got that endurance. And I was looking at it, thinking that's the kind of thing you could do. You know, you've got that fast hundred k speed, but you've got you've done UTMB. You can go out there for thirty hours. So I th- I think you need to do the Centurion next oh, year. I think uh, I think it's got your name all over it.
0: Oh, thank you, Grant. Yeah. Well, you know, like, looking at looking at what you're doing just now, you're inspiring me to you know do. You, you're just getting stuck in uh, the hundred, and, you know, the twenty four hour. You know, it's just brilliant to 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 see you know what you're going to do, and you know, I love to do a tw- I love to do a hundred. I loved the 24-hour, but running around a track, you know, how many
2: you know, hours <laughs>
0: Holy moly. I mean, you know, I'm the one, speak, speaking to the guy who tried to run a treadmill for 24-hours, it's like, it, exactly. it kind of feels like a little bit... <laughs> it's
5: just a mindset. I, I find the track easier than the... the on, on Saturday, I found the track easier than the loop we had in Albi. the be for the World Championship, there was a track, and then it took you round the back of the track. So it was actually about a one-mile loop. Yeah. And oh, it actually wow. gave you a hiding place for when you were having a bad spell, you were around the back <laughs> of the track, and you're like, nobody can see me. I'm having a walk here. <laughs> a track, it's just tracked it's uh, yeah, yet on Saturday. It was like they could every bad spell. If they, if you have a walk, everyone can see you. If you have a bad spell, everyone sees oh, you. So yeah. it, oh. it keeps you so honest for just right, I'm not stopping, I'm just keeping on moving. So the track. For getting a good performance, the track is just the best place to do it because you just you just can't hide. And the other yeah. thing as well, they had to, they had a camera crew there, so they were sticking a camera in your face every five minutes. They were like running along you with a camera, so you're like, oh, your stride is getting really good, and you're going. Oh, have
2: to, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like
5: little things like that made it so much easier just to uh, run better and run faster. You know, you just yeah. you're, you're you're being filmed, you're being watched. So you just you can't hide. So I think that just gets the best performance out of you. So
2: yeah,
0: yeah,
5: ah, oh, brilliant,
2: brilliant. Well,
0: Grant, it's been awesome having you back on the show just to you know give us an update of how your race went, uh, and yeah, obviously you know next stop, fingers crossed, you get picked for the team uh, that you've done enough for it, and you know and I really hope you do because you've got from what you're saying and, and certainly you know you've got the drive, ambition, passion. To really, uh, yeah, smash the the next sort of major championship. So, good luck yeah, and uh, yeah, just you know, keep listening to the show. and I'll, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be I'll be asking you questions whether or not you listen this week. So yeah, yeah. I'll,
5: I'll be I'll be asking you questions to make sure you're entered for the Centurion One Hundred next year.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely. Well, this is good. We can we can get them from both sides. So we've been saying here for a long time. Double down on what you're good at. Stop messing about on everything. We know you know what you're
0: good at. Do it. This is it. Look at that. eh? lesson, lesson, lessons for for Coyote Day. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right. you can come in more often to pass that message as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but awesome. thank you.
1: Great and well done on the weekend. That's uh, really. It's great to see top Scottish athletes back in action. So uh, it's great. Really, is good.
0: And, and keep you know yeah. put, keep your legs up for a wee wee bit. You sent me a cheeky wee. Uh, you know video you're lying on the floor afterwards. So I might, I might try and share this with the socials if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'll have to share it with you, Tom. <laughs> it's brilliant. Right. <laughs> Catch you there, buddy. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, See you later. Thanks, mate. Uh, See you later on. Bye. Right. Cheers. See ya. Very um, good. That's... That.
2: That's...
0: that's that's a, a busy a busy three years. interviews we've just had there, Tommy. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, let's, really... uh, let's let's wrap this show up. Let's get the show on the road off the road rather. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I think the final news article we've got is um is the Eugene meeting the Eugene mm-hmm. Eugene Eugene meeting Eugene, uh, that was Oregon. at the weekend. So you know you you've just mentioned that you were watching that too. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit about it, Tommy.
1: Yeah. So it was a. Uh... Is the Continental World Cup, Continental World Tour, and they're calling it or Grand Tour. Anyway, whatever Grand Prix, whatever it was, it's a, a sort of Diamond League type meeting, if you like. Um, uh, World Athletics event, and we had Ailish McCulgan in, uh, in action at 5k. Pretty, pretty solo run from uh, from Ailish. There was a, the pacer, the Hull, who I think is Australian. She was out. She was there till 3k. Um, or two-and-a-bit, I think it was. And then um Ailish went on herself, going, dipping under 14 minutes. So under 15 minutes, sorry, under 15 minutes. So yeah, 14, was it, I think it was like 14:51 or something. So yeah, really, really right. strong run from Ailish. We had Laura Muir uh, in action. And again, that was a, a very solo run. Laura wasn't hanging about. She went straight to the front and she was well in front of the pacer, who was obviously there to pace a time that Laura was not interested in. Laura went on solo run and won that, you know, as I say, gun to tape, 401 for the win there. Um, comfortable win from her, good to see her looking so gutsy. And then it was also the th- our um, third Scottish girl on the on the scene there was Gemma Rieke, who was running in the, um, the 800. Uh, Gemma was pipped by Del Tracy, fellow GB athlete who ran 203, 25 to Gemma's 203.26. Um, so, yeah, really, really good to see Scottish athletes uh, in action there. And I also believe Grant, um, Guy Lumworth was in play. Yeah, he was running as well. 800-148-22, sixth place. So, really cool. It's just good, you know, we've said on here as well before, it's great to see, prop, like you know, Scottish athletes that we know, like Kenny, Chris and Grant out, back in action now. Uh, hopefully, we'll see more listeners back in action, but it's also good as fans to watch the... The top brass as well mix it up on the on the international circuit, so I feel like we're edging ever closer back to a bit of normality in terms of the running world, Cal.
0: Absolutely, and the only, the final bit of news I was going to mention was um, there was a there was a, a kind of para athletics meet that was taking place in Coventry at the weekend. So, you know, a massive congratulations to Kayleigh Hago, uh, who broke the world record in the race running event. So, well done to Kaylee. Great result from, from her. Uh, we also had, we yeah, that was a 400 meters race running result there. And uh, we had Mel Woods as well, T54, 400 meters, 58.42. And she also did the 1500 meters, 345, 49. Kyle Broverton, great name, Kyle. Uh, T54, 200 meters, uh, 30.6, 400 meters, 54.9. And 1500 as well, 332. And uh, yeah, also you know not not running, but uh, certainly um was taken his shot putt was free at howgate in the shot putt seven point nine six as well, so great result from the para athletes in Scotland as well super
1: well, on that note, um i guess it's uh it's probably time to to wrap up. It up yeah, that's would uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Three interviews in an hour and a half. That's that's like a personal best for us, eh? <laughs> It really is, yeah. And it's,
1: uh, yeah, we wouldn't wait. To, thank God for Zoom. We would not have been able to handle that a year, oh, no. two, two and a half years ago on the old Audio setup. Audio quality
0: so, would be terrible, eh? Oh, yeah. But oh, if, so you that, know, we're, yeah. we're lean and mean, and we've still, you know, our, our, our equipment's not the great, you know, it's we uh, we do need to invest in some, some better quality equipment. But do you know what? To get the message across, folks, the entertainment value... We, we can certainly still provide that, uh, even if we can't, the, exactly. the guest will, eh? so, Well, do you know what? Um, I, I
1: saw there's a lot of memes kicking about these days, like, you know, if you, you're not a runner if you don't do a podcast, because there are, <laughs> let's be honest, there's yeah. a lot of, every man and his dog, uh, you know, every man, or to quote the great yeah. Te, Ted Hastings, mm-hmm. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the wee donkey are all, everyone has their own podcast right now. So <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're, yeah, that, there's a,
0: all about your listener base, and we've got
1: a, a superb listener base. So, oh, absolutely, back ropey. on even with this ropey tech,
0: exactly. So, uh, but anyway, just to like line up, uh, in, in the word of line, I take it you've been, you know, watching the penultimate uh episode of Line of Duty is, of is on this week or has been. So, you know, what's the, the latest on the big LOD? Uh, I, I
1: can't put, po- I can't possibly. I mean, I can't, uh, you know, there's listeners who may not have seen, so I can't possibly divulge any information. Uh but I should say they should definitely watch it.
0: There you go, folks. That's your that's your 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 little um your your promotion sponsored by line of duty this, this oh, episode. Eh? If only if only <laughs> well
1: listeners if you'd like to get in touch with us to pass any information, ask anything uh suggest any guests, give us any feedback, please do. Uh, our email is tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com or bring us your line of duty theories equally. And actually a shout out to, I never got the chance to Instagram it. I need to get on that. Shout out to Jack Arnold who baked uh, and his wife and their wee boy. It looks like they baked a set of line of duty cakes and tagged us in it. So it was like, oh, like, ah. you know, mother of God and uh, all the other superb Tedisms, which was brilliant. So yeah, what a great one, great effort, uh, Jack. And I, I really want to hear some, uh, some line of duty theories. Maybe we can, maybe we should just say, if we get a slow week, that's the way we're going. So um, email us on that. Facebook is and Running Shorts. Twitter is and Shorts. And Instagram is and Running Shorts.
2: Brilliant.
0: Well, listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I certainly did. I learned a lot from it. Uh, you know, double down is the key message for me. And uh, yeah, thanks again. And we'll, we'll catch up with you next week.
1: Bye.